everyone. Welcome back to Knowing the Creator with your host, Vashi G. You know, we're still continuing on Jesus coming like a thief. Revelation 16 verse 15, he said, I will be coming like a thief. Amen. And you need to be ready. We're not sure how he is going to appear to us and when he's going to appear to us, but we know that he is going to appear to us and we are believing more and more that he's letting us know that he is already here. Amen. Praise God. And if he said he's coming like a thief, we cannot say, oh no, he's not here. What needs what needs to happen for him to be here are the signs that he, Jesus already told us himself about that would happen. Most of them are unfolding already, right? And he said in this Revelation 19 that it's going to be ruled, he's going to be ruling the nation with a rod of iron. Amen, praise God. And he is going to be threading the winepress of the fierceness of God's wrath. So God's wrath is going to be activated when Christ is here. Amen. Praise God. So we can think about that for a second. And sometimes we don't want to even, you know, it's a big deal to wrap our minds around it. Could Jesus be here? Of course, Jesus be, is, is here. Uh, we know that the Holy Spirit came back because we know um, the Holy Spirit came into the land as a comforter. And Jesus said he was going to go back to heaven and the Holy Spirit was going to come to us, right? And he's going to be a comforter. So God's wrath in the earth, we're still going to have mercy with that wrath. Does it make sense? As far as he's showing us, he's still going to be able to give us some mercy. And it's not going to be a merciless situation like the flood right now. But that doesn't mean that when Jesus comes, God's wrath is not going to be unfolding in the earth realm. So you will see the wrath of God unfolding, but you may not see Jesus. How is Jesus coming? Jesus didn't tell us he's coming back in the flesh. One point, he is coming to walk among us, died, crucified, rose in the spirit, people. Jesus is now immortal. <laughs> so if you see him, he decides to show himself. Please think about that. Because you know, when we're thinking about it, we're not thinking that, hey, you know, Jesus is going to come and walk the earth and he's going to be born in Bethlehem and all that stuff. The Messiah, he came already. He died on the cross. He did everything he said he was going to do. And it happened. God foretold Jesus' coming way ahead of time. You know, Isaiah spoke about him. So many of the prophets of old spoke about his coming and he did come and he did what he was supposed to do. Do we believe it? That's besides the point because guess what? Not everybody's going to believe it. So if you don't believe it, I pray he will give you a sense of what it is about because at the end of the day, whether we believe it or not, he's promised to come again. And he may have already been here. This is what he's trying to show us. Because he mentioned coming as a thief, it's something that we may not be able to wrap our heads around. Because we're looking for a Jesus that already came and walked the earth. No, no. He walked here already. He did that already. It's done and gone. Now, when he comes back in the earth realm, uh, besides him coming back as the comforter, he's going to be here as the comforter. But at the end of the day, he's still a warrior now. At the end of the day, he's coming 
to thread to tread the winepress of the fierceness of God's wrath in the earth. Because even though Jesus died and rose from the dead and it was God's doing, people don't believe it. We have a lot of false prophets. We have a lot of antichrists that are against Christ. Many people don't want to hear his name. <laughs> How do we get salvation? How do you get saved? What? The word on the stone that you're not keeping anyway? Right? The book? The word from the scroll that nobody's able to keep? Are you really honestly able to keep God's word? Or you trick yourself around and try to trick others and really don't even keep it? But who do you fool? Who do we fool when we're not obeying God's word? <laughs> the same all-knowing, all-seeing God? Can we trick God? Praise God, we can't trick him. So let us remember that Jesus came. And that's the whole point. He knew that we can't trick him. Because many people, they, 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 you know, the Sadducees and the Pharisees, that's what they were doing. Trick men. Trick men. Because it really was a fooling God, right? If they were doing the right thing, guess who didn't have to come? If the high priests, they were pure and holy and doing what's right before God, Jesus didn't need to come here and die for no sins. Because God would have had that taken care of. We're honoring him. Amen, praise God. So I priests not honoring God as they should half the time. And I'm not speaking for all because you do have vessels of God in the earth that are his saints and that are carrying his word. Amen, praise God. And he anoint them and call them. They are not only called, but they are chosen. You know, somebody asked the question, who is going to be the 100 and what are they, 44,000? There's a number in the Bible. I don't remember exactly what it is. People talk about it all the time. And, and who will those be? The Lord told me those are going to be the called and the chosen. Amen. Praise God. Do you know there's a scripture talk about the called and the chosen? Not just the called, not just the chosen. Because many of us are called, but guess what? We're not chosen. He said that. Many of us are chosen, but we're not really called. It's kind of a, a strange thing to think about. But then you have those that are both called and chosen. And those people are going to be his special elect. The people that his eyes are upon. Because those people are not going to shift to the left or to the right. Their mission is about God Almighty, the creator of the universe. And nothing or no one is going to be able to sway them. Amen. Praise God. And he's go they're going to hear his voice. Because he said, my sheep will hear my voice. And they will not follow another. So when we look at Jesus coming back like a thief. The disciples said to him in Matthew 24, 3 to 6, tell us when will these things be? What will happen? Right? A lot of things are going to be unfolding as Jesus spoke about it. You can read that scripture, right? The signs. Amen. Praise God. And Jesus said, see that no one leads you astray. That's the first thing he said. Why? Because there are going to be too many false prophets prophets. There are going to be too many antichrists. Too many people are against the Christian religion. And the Christian religion is what makes us whole for God. Right? Remember we talked about Jesus coming to set up the righteous remnant. I gave a really kind of a fuzzy piece uh, a few podcasts ago about the righteous remnant. And when Jesus was, uh, you know, born in the heavens, forecast had been born by that woman. What, what, what's the woman again? I think she had the moon under, the, clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet. Some special woman was in the heavens. And the child, man child was born and taken up to the throne of God. Amen, praise God. I had it in a few podcasts ago. The Lord wanted to speak about that stuff. So we spoke about that. And we, we educated you that uh, the righteous remnant was going to be formed because before Christ, there really wasn't a righteous remnant, to be honest with you. 
<laughs> we had a few good men, a few prophets. Jesus said, is anyone good? Can't call no one good. Because we all have sinned and fall short. All of us as humans, right? So, you know, they call him good, good man. And he said, don't even call me good. And he was God. But he, Jesus' life was an example. The Messiah, his life was for us to know that, hey, I'm not good. Even if I practice all of God's laws, I'm still, I'm still not good because I know somewhere, somewhere I'm falling short. Maybe it's not big enough to talk about, but I'm human. And he said, we all, we were born in sin and shaping in iniquity. So how good can I be at the end of the day? So Jesus was necessary, right? Came in down from the throne of God. And he said to disciples, when what the disciples said to him, when might these things be? What are we looking for? And the first thing he said, be careful. No one leads you astray, right? Matthew 24, 3 to 6. That's the first thing you want to take care of. Be careful of your spirit. Don't let nobody tell you what he did not say. And he says everything in his word. Between the Old Testament, the New Testament, all the books, the scrolls, his laws, they're all there. We cannot keep them anymore, though, on our own. And he recognizes that from he gave them to Moses, people not keeping them. We did these on the podcast. God talked about all this stuff. So now he's writing them on tables of our hearts. And that's how we need the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, write it on your heart. You don't even know it's there. But you go up to speak against peace, speak to the enemy. He said, don't think about what you're going to say because he's going to present what you need to be talking about. Amen. Praise God. You approach the enemy to speak on God's behalf. You don't have to think about what it's going to be. Amen. Praise God. And I'm not saying we can't prepare. Yes, you have church, you have sermon, you prepare for your sermon. God says study to show yourself approved at the same time. But you prepare yourself if you don't know what to do and you have the enemies on your back. And now you're going to say, Lord, give me what to speak. He said he would. Fill the mouth. This is the Holy Spirit move. And that's why when I see a lot of people talking about the scripture. Oh, you know, Jesus wasn't. Jesus wasn't. All of what Jesus was not. (laughs) Praise God. Who knew who Jesus was? Many people don't know. They talk about him like they knew he, who he was, but you can't really understand Jesus, God, and the Trinity if you don't have the Holy Spirit. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is who is letting you understand the laws of God. You never understood them. They were just a bunch of words on a paper that we read, that we make up our own rituals about, and that we try to follow based on what our forefathers said and what we do as routine rituals. But to connect with God out of it, many of us don't even know how to connect with God out of it. So at the end of the day, Jesus is saying, I'm coming back as a thief. And last, when I came, I came in the flesh. This time when I come again, I'm coming in the spirit. And you're not going to see me unless I reveal myself in your presence. Amen. Praise God. The Holy Spirit came upon the people in Acts. They didn't see nobody, but they felt him. Listen, God is going to show himself this situation with this thief scripture. We got to think clearly. God is, Jesus is coming back. He told the disciples what to expect. We see the stony grounds, the stony hearts. We see the evil and the wickedness on the land. Amen. Praise God. We see the wrath of God in many places, right? Why would the wrath of God be here? Christ has to be here administering these things. The nations are confused a lot of times. They're staying, they're going, their decisions is very fuzzy. They don't know what they're doing. 
it's very possible Christ could already be here executing God's wrath. Because at the end of the day, we see this is a scripture. This is something God gave me to talk about in another session, right? Uh, 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 you see the kings of the earth giving their powers to the beast. It, it is written in the, in the revelation. The kings of the earth giving their power to the beast. Where did the kings of the earth get power from? Doesn't it have to come from God? Humans get their powers from God. And when we get it to be in self-control unto God, we give ourselves to the devil and our control becomes not our own anymore, but he controls us. Amen. Praise God. This is the word of the Lord. Let us receive that. So as Jesus said to the the disciples, uh, these things, make sure nobody leads you astray. And I want you to go and read that Matthew 24, 3 to 6. In Matthew 24, it's really good to read. Matthew 24 and 25, very good. Jesus spoke there. He said, truly, the Messiah, he said, if they tell you, lo, the Messiah is uh, here or there, do not believe them. Right? Matthew 24, 23. They said, oh, I'm the Messiah. There's the Messiah. He's, Jesus said, don't believe them because they are lying. Right? That's what he said. Read Matthew 24 and 25. Get some idea of what Jesus already told us to look for. Please make sure we do not shift to the left or right by the false outlooks in the earth realm remembering he also told us many will be deceived men praise amen praise god back to uh, uh back to where we are he will be here like a thief amen we will see jesus coming for that marriage right and a war is before that coming he will be here like a thief no one knows but his is is chosen will be will see that some things are off revelation 16 verse 15 said he's coming like a thief the 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 fear the fierceness of god's wrath is in the earth and we are experiencing many of them now amen praise god many are stuck in sin people people some of the some of these people that we see here are not changing they may never change until jesus appears that doesn't mean jesus isn't here already though he said he's going to rule the nation with a rod of iron amen praise god and he is going to be treading the winepress of the fierceness of god's wrath so he's not going to be as mellow as when he came and walked in the flesh healing the sick raising the dead listen his holy spirit is still here so he he promised us to send a comforter. So we're going to experience some comfort in the earth realm. But we're going to find that it's more of God's wrath as the years, uh, you know, progress. And we can feel it already. We can feel some things happening. Because a lot of things cannot happen if God doesn't allow it. Right? Amen. Praise God. So Satan doesn't have all the upper hand. He also said the devil is going to be busy like a roaring lion. He's going to try to devour as much as he can. And we see he's trying to take the souls of the kings in the earth. Right? He wants to manage those souls. And we see that people are really getting scared. The rich and famous, many of them are getting afraid. The judgment of the Lord is in the earth. And that's when they try to disappear, try to find places to go. And we're hearing all these stories of what's happening. The wrath of God. Listen, do you know the mountains are going to be trying to find somewhere to go? (laughs) 
when the wrath of God is in the earth, it's not going to be an easy place to be dwelling in. But Jesus is here to execute judgment over unrighteousness. So his righteous people should fear not. He's not here on their account. When he comes back is the fierceness of God's wrath. And he's starting, as we said last, where's he starting? In the church, in the temple, in his places, his special places, among his special people, because he's weeding out the unrighteous out of everything. And he is saving who is supposed to be his righteous people, and they don't know it as yet. Do you know some of us don't know that we are called and we are chosen? Some of us don't have a clue. And we're living all these weird lifestyles that God hates and that he detests. But he, Jesus is waking up his people to say, hey, come out of that. I'm here to get you. Get ready. <laughs> Praise God. Revelation 16 verse 15. He is coming like a thief. Let us keep that in mind. And we're going to continue on this sweet, beautiful topic. We have quite a few episodes to go on this. And it's Lenten season. So we had to do a little piece on Lent too. So may you think on these things. Thanks so much for joining me today on Knowing the Creator. See you soon. Hey.